0: Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Welcome, guys. I'm so glad that you're here with us tonight. Welcome, LLYA. Welcome, fam online. We're glad that you're here with us as well. So we are going to be starting a new series called, y'all ready for this? Ask your neighbor, say, you ready for this? Above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart, because everything you do flows from it. The crazy thing is like, we just think we're living life, but you know that your life is flowing from your heart, right? And I love this, it says, double guard, okay? This guard means to double guard. Y'all ready? Come on, what's double guard means? Like double dribble, double guard, I don't know. No, I'm about to tell you what double guard means, okay? Double guard means both military guard and guard in your heart. Military guard, it's time to wake up. It's time to fight for your rights, right? It's time to fight for your heart. It's time to fight for the way you think. It's time to fight for change. It's time to military protect your heart. How many of us are out here protecting our heart, guarding our heart, right? Protecting your heart, watching over your heart, defending your heart, safeguarding your heart, shielding your heart. Like, oh, man, he just broke my heart. You must not have been doing a good job protecting it, watching over it, guarding it, because nobody can break your heart without your permission, okay? Why, because you need to do a good job at guarding your heart. You guard your heart, you protect your heart, above all else, right? For everything you do flows from it. And we can just get that concept that everything we do flows from our heart. That's why the enemy's after your heart, and that's why God says it's all about your heart. That's why we gotta check our heart. You got kids, right? The first thing when they, they sock each other, right? Brothers and sisters, bam! And you're like, the mom, I'm not a mom, but I mean, I got so many kids here in this building, so many kids, you know, all these different generations. And I'm like, what is wrong with your heart? (laughs) And then it's like, you know what I mean? Like you want your kids to love each other, like, because you want that heart to be right. And can you imagine God, he's like, come on, it's each other we're taking each other out we're over here acting like little toddlers "Eh, I don't like her I don't like him she said this to me he said that to me guard your heart guard your heart guard your heart this is your responsibility look at your neighbor say it's your responsibility guarding your heart is your responsibility Guarding your heart is not God's responsibility. You have responsibility over your own heart. That's why you be giving it away all the time. How about we guard it? Come on, it's valuable. Guard your heart. Guarding your heart is totally your responsibility. It's not pastor's responsibility. It's not your spouse's responsibility. It's not your mama, your daddy, your nana, your grandpa, your papa. It's not their responsibility. It's not your boss's responsibility. It's not the government's responsibility, what's going on in the world today. Oh, my heart. No, guard your heart. Guard your heart, protect your heart. Especially with men, with bullying. There's so much pressure online. There's so much pressure with the internet. When I was growing up, somebody talked about you, boom, you knocked them out, it was done, it was over, right? Now this generation is like, what do they call it? Keyboard courage. You got that keyboard courage. Da, 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 yeah, come on, show up. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, you see the hood come right back out of me. Talk trash. But behind this keyboard courage, is that what it's called? You got that keyboard courage, right? Your picture's anonymous, you anonymous, and you like. That's crazy, but imagine we have a generation that's not guarding, they're not protecting, they're not watching over their heart. So there they are letting bullies push them around, tell them their value, tell them what to do, tell them how to think, tell them how to what to dress, tell them what's cool, tell them what's not. And there we are as grown people falling for it. It's like, let's guard in our heart and let's guard our heart, right? Whose responsibility is it? mine it's my responsibility to guard my heart to protect my heart The responsibility is yours to take you have to take it because we think that responsibility is out there but responsibility is yours to take you have to take it right so we have to stop emotionally guarding our heart and start guarding gardening the emotions of our heart guys ladies anybody man with a whole broken heart like anybody you've I mean, I had my first celebrity crush and my heart got broken. You know what's crazy? (laughs) Like, it's crazy because then you realize, oh man, they're real life, they got a real family, like, oh, (laughs) you know? It's because we're living in a fake world. You think you follow them on social media, you think you know them, that ain't your family, that is not your boo, like, hang up, like, let's get real, let's get right. We need to stop emotionally guarding our heart and start gardening the emotions of our heart. We're also living in a world that tells us, nah, just get cold, stone cold like stone cold hearted, I don't care, nobody bothers me, you can't get to me. You know when you got that attitude, it's because somebody broke your heart, and you do care, and it does get to you. Let's stop faking it, and let's start really walking in faith, trusting God with all of our heart, letting him restore the broken pieces and put it back together, and we start accomplishing all that he's called us to do when we stop faking it, but we actually take responsibility for where we're at with our heart, and start gardening our heart with God's word. We start gardening the things, the evil things that people have said about us, the evil things that people have done to us, and we start gardening out the bad, gardening out the old, and planting in and sowing in the new, sowing in God's word. We need to start having God's word so loud that we know that it's truth. When you know the truth, you don't fall for the counterfeit, right? Nobody goes to the store. We don't go to the mall. We got our Monopoly money in our pocket and be like, eh, hey, I want to buy this bag with your Monopoly money. That's a counterfeit. You, you silly, okay? You real silly if you're going to try to go to the store. We would laugh, right? But we're falling for the lies of the enemy. We're falling for the lies of what's going on because we're not gardening our hearts. We're not guarding our heart. And so don't confuse it. Guarding, protecting is not you emotionally guarding your heart. Like, I'm never going to let anybody in. Guys, can I tell you something? Let me tell you something. Come in, Real close. People are going to fail you. And you're going to fail you. Get over it. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. We serve a big God. We serve a good God, and His grace and His mercy can cover anything. I'm not saying you gotta stay in a relationship. I'm not saying you gotta take any abuse. I mean, you got strength to walk away. Amen, walk away. But I am saying that don't carry bitterness, don't carry resentment. Let it go and let God heal and restore your heart and help others who are in the same situation. You got out of that situation, you can bring others out. God did it for me, He'll do it for you, right? So we have to stop emotionally guarding our heart and start gardening the emotions of our heart. Cultivate, tend, tending it, sowing, working, weeding out. Some of you, you know what? You don't need just the little weed that, you know, like this. You need you need the weed eater. You got to weed out all the junk that's been building up in your heart all these years, right? You got to let it go. You got to get that weed eater out. And I don't know, weed killer, too. <laughs> you know what weed killer is? It's God's word. Because people have planted seeds in your life of doubt. People have said, you're stupid, you're ugly, you're fat, you'll never become nothing, you'll never do this, you'll never do that. Can you imagine all those seeds and you've carried on to those weeds and you water them and you nourish them And you say, I will never. And you're you're watering those those seeds that have been planted. No, we're going to root them out. We're going to root them out. We're going to get the weed eater. Whatever that means. You're going to spray the weed killer. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am the head and not the tail. God has called me for a purpose. God does love me. He will never fail me. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He said, if you need wisdom, ask. Y'all, y'all need wisdom? Somebody called you stupid? Who cares if people called you stupid? Remember, Pastor Dan said, what does stupid mean? It's just words. Imagine if we just start changing words. Somebody called you stupid like, hey, thank you. No, I said you're stupid. I said, thank you. No, I said you're stupid. Awesome, I'm so excited, thank you. No, somebody says you're stupid, you're like, you know what's crazy? We say we it matches the narrative that you're already saying about yourself, so you believe it. Somebody says you're stupid, you're like, I am stupid. I, I am stupid. I always make the same mistakes again and again. I'm never gonna overcome this because it's what you're already telling yourself. So when somebody says something negative, it's so easy to take it. But not anymore, not here at Love Life, right? We show up to grow up so we can have maximum development. We're getting the weed whacker and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. we are getting the weed killer. We're starting to input all the good stuff that God says about us. If God said it, I believe it, that settles it. If God said it, I believe it, that settles it. He said I can, I can. I believe that in, in Christ I can do all things, right? So we need to flourish and nourish our heart with the good, with the good, because you're nourishing it with the bad. How come it's so easy to nourish it with the bad, you know? How come it's so easy to nourish ourselves with bad food? But we gotta fight to eat greens. We gotta fight to get that smoothie down, like blah, 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 blah you know? We gotta fight to take that vitamin. But a bag of Doritos? Oh, man, whew! Oh, it's like, I could eat the whole bag and it's gone, and I'm like sad that it's gone. Has anybody else or just me? right one taco two tacos three tacos and more four tacos and five tacos and three i mean i don't even know anybody else i can't even get a witness anybody out there come on all right okay 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 but we need to nourish our heart with god's word. that's you know what that's why we go to church that's why we read the word that's why we take notes in church so that we can go over the word and go over the word and go over the word so that we can nourish our heart, we can guard it, protect it with God's word. Proverbs 23.7, 23, 23.7 23, says, as you think in your heart, so are you. So this is why it's so important that we guard our heart because our thoughts become our emotions. This is huge. Our thoughts become our emotions. We just think we're over here sad, 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 or like, you know what, I'm angry. I'm an angry person. I'm loud or whatever. Your thoughts, your thoughts become your emotions, our emotions. Our emotions become our actions. Our actions become our experience. Our experience creates our environment, and our created environment leaves our legacy. But you know what the world tells us? The world system, this age, this era, this generation, what I mean by the world, says that you're a product of your environment. So whatever happened to you, the environment you were born in, the environment you were raised in, the environment, right, whatever, your environment creates your experience. Your experience creates your actions. Your actions create your emotions and your emotions create your thoughts. So it's not your fault, it's the environment. That's why we gotta go green, because that <laughs> lies, lies, lies. No, it's not. We can create our environment, and that's why we gotta guard our heart, right? Because as we think in our heart, so are we. As we think, and you know what the crazy cool thing is? Because if you're like, oh man, oh man, I'm having a crazy bad environment. I'm having a crazy bad, experience you know what the answer is first of all it's jesus it's always jesus but you need to change your thoughts you need to change your thoughts what are you focused on what are you thinking about what's on instant replay in your mind again and again and again and again and again and again until you manifest it until that's the environment you've produced in your life you're like how did i get in this environment you know what change your thoughts (laughs) change your thoughts See yourself accomplishing great things for God. See yourself fulfilling the dreams that God's put in your heart, right? We wanna leave a legacy of world changers, winning the loss for Jesus, and living our best life while doing it. I wanna change the world. How many of you guys wanna change the world? How many call yourself a world changer, right? We are world changers, we're changing our world, we're changing the world around us, and we're changing the world, this world, this generation, and we're gonna leave a legacy. Of living our best life because you know what religion sucks. Oh, I'm just doing the work of the Lord the work of the Lord <laughs> No, ain't nobody want that work of the Lord you looking exhausted stressed out like what's wrong with you? I'm working for the Lord what Lord because no, we want to be living our best life Experiencing these things and how are we gonna do that? We're gonna control our thoughts We're gonna think about what we're thinking about It's time to think about what we're thinking about. You know what? The world would love you to be stupid. The world would love to manipulate you, control you, right? That's why. Anyways, I'm not going to go there. Reel it in, reel it in. It all starts with controlling your thoughts. How many of you are like, man, I would love to control my thoughts. Let me tell you that you can. You can control your thoughts. You also have the fruit of the spirit of self-control. You can control your thoughts. It's time to think about what you're thinking about. Like, seriously, if you're like, okay, the road I'm going is not the right road, then let me think about what I'm thinking about. And you know what? You need real friends in your life, real Christian friends, real godly friends that you can be like, you know what? I'm thinking kind of crazy. I'm thinking kind of crazy. And you start to, when that happens, you have these go-tos, okay? You start to train your brain. You start to train your brain that I'm not gonna go that way, I'm not gonna go that way, but you have to have a new way to go. So just say that you have, I mean, during this, um, okay, I had surgery recently. And, okay, I'm gonna be speaking from my own experience because that's my experience, right? And so I was on some, I, was, I wasn't I was on heavy drugs because, well, I, you're on anesthesia, so that's drugs, I'm sure. <laughs> like That's heavy, I guess. So you wake up from that, and I don't know much about that, but I was on like an extra strength Advil and an extra strength Tylenol, and but I was just coming up from anesthesia. And you're not supposed to take the Band-Aid off, but I did, <laughs> and you're not supposed to. I'm really telling this. And if my surgeon is watching, I'm really sorry that I didn't obey the rules. but. So you're not supposed to take it off, okay? And But I had to, I had to, <laughs> disclaimer, I had to. But anyways, I'm taking the thing off, and it is the color of my skin, the bandage, so I'm taking it off, and all of a sudden I'm like, my skin is falling off. And I literally, in, because you, it has to be the drugs, guys, I literally thought my skin like came off of my body. <laughs> and I'm standing in front of the mirror, And I look at myself in the eyes, and I say, this is not real. (laughs) I literally told myself, this is not real. You are okay. Calm down. Don't fall. Do not fall for this. And I thought, I mean, later in the moment, like, so I calmed down. I listened to myself, and I was like, oh, that's not real. Put a new bandage on, you know? And it was fine. But that's probably why you're not supposed to take the bandage off right away. You're supposed to, like, wait. (laughs) so sorry doc um but i thought later on that's the power of your mind so you can get to a place where you can control your thoughts and you can literally like being delusional literally tell yourself this is not real you are okay you will not fall like, girl, ain't nobody got time for that. We ain't trying to go back to the hospital. We're trying to get well. It is well with my soul. Girl, it is well. So I just think that like, it's like, it's not possible. It is possible. It is possible. Just the same way that it's possible that you trained your brain to say all those negative things. Just like it's possible that you trained yourself that you'll never, that you can't, it is possible to train your brain with God's word, right? We're supposed to take out the old and put in the new. Our responsibility is to put in new information. So we just get to church and we're like, God, change me, right? He's the genie, change me with my three wishes, change me. And God's given us every ability, every ability. He's saying, take responsibility. He's saying, take responsibility. Take responsibility for what? For your thoughts and for your heart. It's all about your heart. It's all about your heart. 2 Corinthians ten five. this is the Amplified. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. Why do we go to church? So that we can understand the truth. We need true knowledge of God so that we can counteract false, so that we can counteract the enemy, so we can counteract what is not true, so we can counteract those arguments that are coming. We are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. So when I first heard that growing up, I'm like, I cannot take every thought captive. I would be walking around like, imagine, that's what we think. But let me tell you, you can't take every thought captive because you already are, okay? Let me tell you, you already are. So if you're married, if you have a roommate, whatever, if you got going on and somebody doesn't do the dishes, okay, and you're like, "Mm." there you are taking thoughts captive, okay? So you don't come to church and they haven't done their dishes. the message is going out, worship is going forth, and then all of a sudden, the thought, right, what is it, our thoughts become our emotions, you're all worked up, you're all worked up. Your emotions become your actions, now you're building up resentment over some dirty dishes. Now you don't hate your spouse, you hate your roommate, you're like, oh man, you're going on, you're you're posting on Facebook, I need a new roommate. They used my toilet paper Like, oh, heck no. But do you see, like, in real life, this happens. And there it goes day after day, whatever. You're like, well, why do I have to fold the laundry? And, okay, you know what? When's the last time you done done anything around here? You never. You always. Man, whenever you're fighting, do not use never and do not use always. That will bite you in the butt every time because they will have an example of the one time they took the trash out. That will be me. I like never take the trash out. But anyways, it's not about me right now. (laughs) But can you see how that becomes a thought? Your thought becomes your emotion. Your emotion becomes your action. And you're over here like, it's over. And he's like, what happened? You're like, you didn't put your dish in the dishwasher. Or you didn't rinse your dish before you put it in the dishwasher. It's crazy how we all have our own way of doing things right. anybody else is it just me like this is the i am a laundry freak like freak like as soon as the laundry stops i have to run and get it immediately i have to immediately open it like and then i have to see like the the anyways i'm a laundry freak immediately once the dryer stops like as soon as i ding, i have to get it out you want to know why because i don't know how to iron that's really that's really why i don't know how to iron so if you get your laundry right out of the dryer and you hang it, it's perfect, okay? Tricks, right? (laughs) But anyways, where are we going with this? Our thoughts. So we think that we can't take every thought captive, but we actually are. We're taking those thoughts captive, and they're becoming our emotions, and you know what, they're settling in our heart, and they're becoming our life's attitude. Now we don't got an attitude with everybody because somebody didn't rinse the dish, and you know what, maybe they don't even know that they're supposed to rinse the dish because you haven't taught them, you haven't told them, or maybe you just need to chill, you know, like like calm down, okay? Anyways, is that for somebody out there? Maybe, no, it's, it's, for, it's for the rebroadcast, right? It's for the rebroadcast. So we need to know the true knowledge of God, right? We are taking every thought captive and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. To the obedience of who? It's to the obedience of Christ. So these thoughts need to obey Christ. These thoughts need to obey our new creation. These thoughts need to obey our new covenant in Jesus Christ. These thoughts need to obey what Jesus did at the cross for us. These thoughts need to obey like, you're never gonna be healed. You're never gonna get over this disease. You will always be sick. You will never walk. No, these thoughts, I'm taking captive and I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. These thoughts that are knocking on my door, I'm taking captive and I see myself walking and I see myself preaching and I see myself getting up and I see myself getting out. These thoughts, they're knocking, but what are you doing? You need God's word to reply to those thoughts. Otherwise, you take those thoughts captive and that becomes who you are. That becomes who you are. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're the head and not the tail. Thank God for the blood of Jesus because in him, we can overcome anything. Why? Because he has the victory. We are more than conquerors, right? He will never leave us, never forsake us. The enemy wants us to be ignorant of his methods. He's a liar and he works through the mind. That's all he's got. He's got the same couple tricks. He's been playing them since the beginning, okay? He wants to deceive you. He wants to lie to you. Don't fall for the tricks. Don't fall for the tricks, right? Satan is his name accuser, slander, accuser. He just says, he just wants to accuse you. You sinned. You do this. You did that. You're never going to do this. You did it again, and you did it again. God doesn't love you. He's slander. You know what's crazy, too, is With today's society, like, we subscribe to channels of people who slander. Like, we got to know the gossip of celebrities. You know, we need to know who did what to what, who, and there we are, like, sucking it in, sucking it all in. It's like, guys, what's Satan's name? Accuser, slander. We don't want nothing to do with that, but we get sucked in. We get sucked in, and all of a sudden, you crying, and you're like, I'm like, what happened? So-and-so broke up, like, who? <laughs> Do you know them? No, but I follow them on Instagram, and it's really hard. Like, we're taking it hard, you know? It's like, let's, let's, like, that's slander. What is Satan? Satan is his name, accuser slander, and diabolos, diabolos is his tactic, diabolos. If I say it wrong, I say many things wrong. But Satan is his name, accuser, slander, diabolos. People say, "Where well, we get the word diablo, devil, right? That's his tactics. You want to know the devil's tactics? It's time to listen up. Because when you know his tactics, you know his game, he's not going to fool you anymore. Tricks are for kids. You know, we growing up here at Love Life. We know your tactics. You can't, you don't mess with the wrong house, the wrong door. So he's the accuser, slanderer. His tactics is to, diabolos, to throw, to deceive, to penetrate, to find a weak spot until there's breakthrough. So it's like a ball. <laughs> he's throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. So there he is, slander, 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 accuser, accuser. accuser. And he's messing with your mind until he can get in. Where's that weak spot? He's like... Boom. And you know what that weak spot that weak spot may be something that you need to garden out of your heart. That weak spot may be something that some teacher, your parent, some some relative, some silly kid accused you, called you, said about you, spoke over you and you've been watering that weed in your heart. You've been watering that weed so there goes the enemy accusing you accusing you Yep, you're nothing you'll never be anything you'll never be good enough you're ugly you're stupid you're dumb and there you are and boom and you're like i'm a child of god he's like oh Ooh, not her. Yeah, I'm more than a conqueror. Ooh, not her. Oh, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Ooh, not her. With this sickness and disease for all these years, he's been throwing that ball, 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 throwing that ball. But he couldn't penetrate my mind. Not once, not once through all these years did I ever doubt that God was the healer. Not once through all these years, through all, man, you guys, you know what, 2020, I've been to hell and back. I've been through a lot, physically, emotionally. Guys, it's a miracle that i'm standing up here right now it's a miracle like it's a miracle the enemy he fought and he fought and he fought what did he fight he fought the mind he kept throwing that ball you are you're you're sick you'll never overcome you'll never get over this and you know what he didn't penetrate He didn't come through, he couldn't break through because you know when he kept throwing that ball, you are are sick, you are sick, and you know what? The CT scan, the MRI, all those things say you are sick. All the doctor says you are sick. The doctor says you are weak, but you know what? I went to the Word of God and the Word of God says you are healed, the Word of God says let the weak say I am strong, the Word of God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I'm a living example that the devil, Diabolos, he's throwing that ball, he's throwing that ball. Will you doubt God? When nothing changes, will you still stand in faith? When nothing changes, will you still believe that God is good? When nothing changes, when nothing changes, will you still believe that God is greater, that he is the healer, that he is the redeemer, that it is finished, that he has called you, that he has a plan for you? No matter what the doctor says, no matter what the teacher says, no matter what anybody says about you, Do you believe? Do you believe for yourself that God is good? Do you believe that God loves you? He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. No matter what you're going through, the enemy plays with your mind. This is why we come to church. This is why we guard our heart. This is why we guard in our heart. Like we military guard, protect, and watch over our heart. Because God has a plan for every single one of us. And it's time for us to take responsibility, to take responsibility and to say, devil, you know what? You done played the same game. It doesn't matter what you send my way. I will never give up. I will never give in. I will never stop no matter what because my God is greater. My God is the healer. And when Jesus says, it is finished, it just began. It just began it just began and we have the victory right so he's trying to throw that ball he's trying to deceive you he's trying to penetrate where you're weak and that's why it's good to be honest and not fake it you can't fake it if you're faking it you got a weak spot why why, why do we fake we don't need to fake it be honest with god he knows where you're at he knows where you are right he has no new tricks 2 Corinthians 2.11, it's my duty to make sure that Satan does not win even small victories over us. You know what, we're gonna wake up every day, we're like, nah, devil, no, not today. Not today, Satan, not today, right? Not even small victories, no small victories in our house, no small victory over our kids, no small victory over our finances, no small victory over COVID, no small victory over stress, come on, no small victories. For we do not want to be naive and fall prey to his schemes. This is why we show up to grow up. So we, like, we already know he's going to throw the ball. Like, hey. Anybody play dodgeball before? You're like, ah, ah, I'm winning, I'm winning. Let's go. Come on. You grab that ball, throw it back at him, sucker. What's up? Don't play with the wrong girl. Because I'm not naive to your tactics. I know your name and I know your methods. And you know what? You're under my feet. You're already defeated, right? Resist the devil and he will flee. But we've been running for the devil too long. He's a liar, he's a liar. He wants to trap you and snare you to take your thoughts down the wrong road. So this is where we have the opportunity to take our thoughts down the wrong road. How? Because a bad thought becomes our emotions becomes our actions, becomes our experience, becomes our environment in the same way that a good thought becomes our emotions. Like, man, I just don't want to feel this way anymore. Think on good things. Change your thought. Change your thought. Like, literally change your thought. It is possible. We're not a product of our environment, right? We are a product of our thoughts. We are pro- this is why we need to guard our minds right? Change the direction of your thoughts and you will change the direction of your life. You want a new life for your kids, for your family? Change the direction of your thoughts. Get some accountability. Say, hey, I need some help. thinking some bad thoughts. Okay, well, let's, let's work on that. I'm here to help, right? You're here to help. That's why we got life groups. That's why we got love life family. We need some help to renew our mind. If you don't already, you need to get the, the I am's that are available, The I am's are available. If you're online, we'll send you, send us an email, we'll email them to you so that you can say those I am's so that you have counter thoughts to counteract the bad thoughts, right? Guys, thoughts come in all day. You choose the ones you meditate on, right? Thoughts come in like, oh, they didn't wash the dish. Let it go, or communicate. Hey, it really annoys me when you don't wash your dish. Okay, I can work on that. Communication is key, right? Just communicate instead of "Mm, mm," harboring all that in, all of a sudden you're like ready to cut. Like, okay, rinse the ketchup off the dish, okay? Responsibility is yours, take it. Take control of your thoughts. Romans 12.2, do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed. This is how we're gonna be transformed, progressively changed as you mature spiritually. By the renewing of your mind, where we take out the old and we put in the new. Focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. We want to know God's will. We want to know God's plan. We want to renew our mind. We have to stop having conversations with fear. (gasps) Yeah, I said it. We have to stop having conversations with anxiety. That's right. We need to stop having conversations with depression. We need to stop having conversations with jealousy. Oh, I'm so jelly. No, you're not. Don't be jelly of nobody. You don't need to be jelly of nobody. Nobody's life, nobody's likes, nobody's luxuries. Do not, you have to renew your mind to the word of God. What does God say about me? What does God say about this situation, right? guard his heart god guard his word in your heart that's why you need to learn his word so that you can guard it above all else guard your heart for everything flows from it everything flows from it we have to incline our hearts and stop living the lazy boy recliner with our life it's time to incline our hearts how many of us have been on recline mode right it's been quarantine, it's been COVID, COVID, quarantine 15. We've been in the recliner too long, okay? It's time to incline our hearts and get out of the lazy boy. It's time to incline our hearts and get out of Netflix and chill. We need to incline our hearts and get off TikTok. It's like a black hole. You done been there so long, you don't know how long, you know how you got there. But all of a sudden, you're learning a dance move. You're making a quesadilla. You're making fettuccine. You're learning how to tweeze your eyebrow. It's just like, and then and and you're like, what in the world? And now it's midnight. And now you got to wake up for work. And it's like, what in the world? Check your screen time. It don't lie. Anyways, we're gonna move right along, right? We have to incline our hearts, right? We're so accustomed to this world system, the world's culture. No, just relax, just chill. There's time for it. You got time for that. This era, this generation. Psalms one, nineteen, thirty-six. Incline my heart to your words, incline my heart to your testimonies, and not my selfish gains, right? To covetousness. So I want to incline my heart to God's word, and not recline my heart to selfish gains, to greed, greediness, materialism envy, jealousy. Who are you? Are you inclined? Like, what mode are you in? Not who are you, but what mode are you in? Incline or recline? In service, when you come to church, is it incline or recline, right? Is it, is you got that alarm, like, let's go, or you've got that snooze, like, no, you choose daily you choose somebody can't choose for you like wake me up so I can work out okay I, this is it this is the day I want you to wake me up I'm gonna work out I'm gonna do get up get up no I don't want to and you over there thinking you cute that ain't cute nobody want to wake you up take responsibility for yourself come on we got that alarm let's go we're ready to incline let's incline that treadmill let's go let's get this right let's get off the recline Who's ready to incline their hearts towards God? Who's ready to incline, right, his way of doing things? Proverbs 4, 16 through 19, this is the message. Evil people are restless unless they're making trouble. We've seen some of that lately. Evil people are restless unless unless they're making trouble. They can't get a good night's sleep unless they've made life miserable for somebody else. Do you want not know how many weirdos, how many catfish are out there trying to make life miserable for somebody, trying to get paid, trying to be lazy? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a weird time we're living in right now, right? They can't get no sleep, they're up there like, who, who can I fool, who can I deceive? Who can I, hey, hey, oh yeah, get off, go to bed. Perversity is their food and drink, violence their drug of choice. The ways of right living people glow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. But the road of wrongdoings, the what? The road. That's why we got to check our thoughts, right? Because sometimes they lead us to the wrong roads. The road of wrongdoing gets darker and darker. Travelers on it, they can't see a thing. They fall flat on their faces again and again. Who's done being restless, right? Who's done falling on your face again and again and again? No, thank you, right? Who's done walking in the dark, Like, I wanna see where I'm going. I wanna see a clear future, right? Who's ready to grow up? Because it's gonna take us to grow up so that we can see clearly, right? Let's look at 10 keys to growth from Proverbs chapter four. 10 keys. You're like, how am I supposed to guard my heart? Number one, you ready for this? Number one, give attention to God's word. We need to give attention to God's word. Number two, safeguard your ears. What are you listening to? You got those AirPods on, those, whatever you call them, EarPods, AirPods. You know what you got up in your ear. Is it good or is it bad? <laughs> safeguard your ears, protect your eyes. What are you watching, right? You got that screen up, and all of a sudden somebody walks in, and you got to close that screen. <laughs> God's with you and in you. You are. Who are you hiding from? Because if you ain't hiding from God, who else cares? Who else matters? <laughs> Protect your eyes. Protect, guard your heart. Number five, watch your mouth. If you need to put some soap in there to yourself, put some soap in there. Consider your steps. Grow in understanding. Establish godly habits. Remove yourself from evil. You know what? Sometimes we just need to remove ourselves from some situations. Sometimes we need to remove ourselves from certain websites, from certain apps, from certain games. Yeah, I said it. Some of us need to remove ourselves from some things, right? Number 10, apply what you learn. That's called wisdom. Okay, Proverbs 4.20. My son, my daughter, give attention to my words. This is where we got all those steps from. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all of their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So this is how we're gonna do it. Those steps is like my words and that's the Proverbs. You know, sometimes you're like, okay, that's an awesome proverb. what does that mean in real life? That's what those steps were for. Number one, give attention to God's word. Number two, safeguard your ears. Number three, protect your eyes. Number four, guard your heart. Number five, watch your mouth. Number six, consider your steps. That means you're thinking about what you're doing. You're thinking about where you're going, right? Number seven, grow in understanding. You don't wanna just memorize the scripture want to understand the word that's why we go to church you can read your bible doesn't mean you understand what was said right grow in understanding number eight establish godly habits that's why we come to church we learn about god's word in our everyday life that's how we can establish godly habits out of here right number remove your number nine remove yourself from evil and number 10 apply what you learn that's called wisdom okay all this new information only equals opportunity for change right? How many of y'all want change? Here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity, right? An opportunity to become a world changer. Change isn't changed until it's changed. Change is like, Whoa, we want change, but change isn't changed until you change. Changes and changes so you change. You have to make change to have change. And here at Love Life Church, right, we show up to grow up. We don't he- just hear the word, but we do the word. We apply the word, we live the word in our everyday life. And above all else, guard your heart for everything flows from it. Guard your heart, guard your thoughts, guard your emotions, guard your actions, guard your experience, guard your environment, and guard your legacy. Because you're leaving a legacy with all of those things, and we're gonna leave a legacy of world changers. We're gonna leave a legacy that, you know what, we love life, we love God, and we love people, and we just loving, right, really loving. Not love is love, but God is love. God is love, right? We always have a choice to make, and I hope you choose Jesus. Because every day that I wake up, I have to choose Jesus for myself. You know what, when you're saved, it's settled. I'm not saying I have to choose salvation every single day. I'm saying that I have to choose that I'm a Jesus girl every day. Every day that I wake up, I have to choose that I'm going to choose the right thoughts. I have to choose that I'm going to choose the right actions, right? Because any of us, without choosing this every single day, we're off. We're off. Anybody, right? We always have a choice to make. I choose to live my life not in recline. I don't want to be in the lazy boy. I don't want to be in the lazy girl. I don't want to be in anything lazy, huh? <laughs> no, thanks, right? I choose to incline my heart towards God's word and I choose to decline the devil's lies, right? I'm like, we're out of recline, right? We're, we're into incline to God's word and we're about to decline the devil. Like, uh uh-uh, that, when he throws those thoughts at you, like, decline, uh uh-uh, when that message come in. You know when you get to accept or decline? When he's calling, hit decline every single time. Decline, decline, decline. No, we got a better word. We got a better connection with Jesus, right? So every day you have a choice to make. Choose Jesus. Choose Jesus. And tonight, if you have not chosen Jesus as the Lord of your life, right, I would love to give you an opportunity to choose Jesus. You don't have to earn salvation. It's a free gift. It's a free gift. Jesus is came he whooped on the devil he went to the cross well he went to the cross then he whooped on the devil then he rose from the third day for you so that you could be a part of his family so that you could overcome so that you could do all these things that we've been talking about right so if you'd like to choose Jesus tonight let's say a prayer together all of us let's say this say Jesus I call on your name right now I believe in you I ask you to save me and set me free Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.